It was a very difficult day. I, uh, my mother-in-law called me. She's like a news junkie. And so she had heard about it on CNN and she called me and she said, all she said was just, uh, Ron, it happened. It happened. She was aware of all the work that I'd been doing in advance and how we talked at length about how, you know, I felt there was going to be something big happen in Indonesia any time now because of all of the indications we had received from historical accounts. You know, there'd, there'd been almost 40 years of quiescence and that just had to come to an end. And, um, and that 2004 event was the beginning of that end. We had lived, my family and I had lived in uh, Southeast Asia going back to the early 1990s. And so some of the places that uh, were sh showing up is with all the devastation, Indonesia, Thailand and other places uh, were places that we, we knew. On a personal level, it, it affects it has a large effect to see uh, you know these places being destroyed when you had sat on that very beach yourself. I began to get communication from membership emails asking what what could we do as geophysicists, geoscientists, not just for this particular event, but to do the greater good and and try to avoid or, or aid in future events like this. So I began to think about it, and it, it was not at all clear what an answer might be to that. Hello, my name is Andrew Gary and welcome to Seismic Sound Off, in-depth conversations in applied geophysics. 2018 will mark the 10-year anniversary of SEG Foundation's Geoscientists Without Borders program, GWB. Geoscientists Without Borders uses the specialized knowledge and technical skills of geoscientists to mitigate natural hazards by connecting universities and industries with communities in need. These global projects involve archaeology, earthquake, landslide, volcano and tsunami preparedness, pollution mitigation, habitat management, and water management. This episode explores the inspiration for Geoscientists Without Borders and the leaders that help shape the program. Ron Harris and Craig Beasley opened the show discussing the personal impact of the 2004 Indian Ocean Tsunami, the event that served as the catalyst for GWB. The sound effects you heard at the top of the show while Ron and Craig spoke is the actual underwater recording of the December 26 earthquake, provided by researchers at Columbia University's Lamont-Doherty Earth Observatory and the Comprehensive Nuclear Test Ban Treaty Organization. After the 2004 tsunami, Ron Harris would go on to serve as a GWB project leader in Java, Indonesia, working on tsunami preparedness. His project and others will be highlighted in depth in future Seismic Sound Off episodes. Craig Beasley served as SEG president in 2004 at the time of the Indian Ocean tsunami. Linda Ford manages the GWB program for SEG. She picks up the story. The program began when Craig Beasley made the call to his peers and colleagues after the 2004 tsunami in Indonesia to use what they know and their skills to prevent the mass destruction and loss of life that happened with that tsunami. He saw immediately that they had knowledge and skills that could have saved lives. 
the question you have to answer whenever you go to someone asking for money, which is, you know, why? Why would you want to give me money for this? So I had to uh, come up with that because the, the way I, I was able to get this started was to go to the management, the, the CEO of Schlumberger at the time. Uh, Andrew Gould, and uh, and make a case to him that Schlumberger should be the founding donor for this. And um, it was it was pretty simple. It, the The idea is that the oil industry has a lot of technology, technology that can be used to solve humanitarian problems or at least mitigate them. And uh, so we would be doing the world a lot of good if we had a mechanism that uh, that would allow the oil field technology to play a larger role in humanitarian uh, issues. Schlumberger decided to provide a $1 million leadership investment in the program. I was very elated uh, for about 15 seconds, and then I realized, oh my God, you know, the CEO of Schlumberger just gave me a million bucks. Now, what if it doesn't work out so well? <laughs> because, you know, we were we were really out over our skis on that one. Uh, we didn't have any projects lined up. But we felt pretty sure that if we uh, if we could get the money, that uh, that they would come. And so, fortunately, uh, that did happen. And uh, we've got a really good story to tell from particularly some of those early projects. Geoscientists Without Borders was established by the SEG Foundation in 2008 with this initial leadership investment from Schlumberger. Essential support was also provided by the SEG Foundation Trustee Associates and many other individuals that joined to support the program. GWB's endowment, established to provide sustained funding for the program, was started with a generous gift from Mark and Deborah Gregg, who wanted to ensure a long-term future for GWB. Since then, PGS, CGG, Kiwi Energy, Santos LLC, Global Geophysical, and many other individuals have joined to support the program. Geoscientists Without Borders transforms lives around the world by providing humanitarian application of geoscience solutions to global problems by connecting universities and industries with communities in need. As Craig mentioned, GWB projects made a difference immediately. SEG Foundation Chair Mike Forrest highlights the impact of one of these early projects. We had a project in Jamaica about five years ago, and it was run by a University of Texas geophysics professor who moved to SMU in Dallas. And, uh, you know, it was about earthquakes and about faulting in Jamaica and, 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 and the airport. And I know this project maybe as well as any of them because they, they, they found uh, there were faults underneath the earthquake and I mean, underneath the airport, and they decided that there was a major earthquake that could be damaged to the airport, so they, 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 they told the government, you have to have a backup airport, which they have built, by the way. The SMU professor, name is Matt Hornbach, takes his students to Jamaica every year for follow-up. He's using what he learned from GW, his GWB project in Jamaica as like an SMU course, and he takes his students down there, and they keep doing studies, near-surface studies, uh, in the onshore and in the offshore to help the overall over country. And I call that impact. Since GWB's founding in 2008, 31 projects in 25 countries have been funded. Former SEG staff member Rhonda Jacobs played a major role in developing the three goals and objectives of the program with guidance from the SEG Foundation Board and the continued support of Craig Beasley. Linda Ford and Craig Beasley outlined the three goals of GWB. 
The first being to provide funding to geoscience projects that are created to address some particular human need, like groundwater exploration or some kind of hazard, natural hazard mitigation. We wanted to engage and inspire the next generation of geoscientists. Also to strengthen the global geoscience community through multidisciplinary partnerships that's across the geosciences as well as involving uh, disciplines like engineering. The SEG Foundation wants to take a moment to thank Schlumberger for its foresight and leadership in helping establish the GWB program. Now a word about Schlumberger and their role in the program. Schlumberger strives to be a unifying force for social and environmental stewardship and engages in philanthropic activities that reflect the company's values. As the founding sponsor of Geoscientists Without Borders, Schlumberger believes in the science of geophysics to affect positive changes in communities facing environmental hardship and natural hazards. SEG Foundation board member Kung Vu currently leads the fundraising for the Michael C. Forrest Honorary Endowed Fund, which will go to support GWB. In addition, GWB has continued to grow its partnerships, including a recent partnership with the AAPG Foundation. Mike Forrest discusses these recent developments. Kung Vu has been the leader in this. Uh, you know, he raised $500,000 to date. He's done a terrific job, a marvelous job, and I challenge him to raise another $500,000 because we need, it. we need to get up to, we actually need $10 million. We've got APG money. By the way, we're very happy to have APG with us. Uh, they come in every, they, it's, it's two years, 60000 a year, but we're just very happy to have them because, let's face it, it's all about geology and geophysics. The 10th anniversary of the program will be celebrated in 2018. I asked Bob Merrill, GWB committee member that represents the partnership with the AAPG Foundation, SEG Foundation board members Craig Beasley and Kung Vu, and SEG's Linda Ford to reflect on the upcoming anniversary and what they are most proud of. What I'm most proud of, I guess, is applying geoscience in whatever community you're, you're involved in, particularly with respect to geologic hazards. And yeah, I've, I've been involved with a lot of oil and gas wells too, but I think that Geoscience goes far beyond that part of the profession and that we need to be working with our local communities on geoscience issues. I'm really proud of the fact that, that these projects have been able to really act as seed money and very often attract multiples of five or ten or even more uh, value than that original uh, $50,000 that we gave. Um, and and the, the second thing that is kind of related to that is that the, the magnitude of the projects, because they can expand that way, uh, has have really become significant and in a few places have made uh, a real difference in people's lives. And, uh, and the third thing that really is inspiring to me is, is the enthusiasm that it's generated in the next generation of, of geoscientists. Uh, it's quite clear when you meet the people that have done these projects and you, you go to the annual meeting at the SEG and you see them taking their time to come to the uh, SEG booth all the way in the back and find the GWB booth and, and hang around and talk to a bunch of old geophysicists like me. It's really, uh, really amazing to see these kids uh, and the enthusiasm that they have. GWB program has uh, a lot of participations from very established 
uh, institutions, universities as partners. Uh, that partnership speaks for itself as how well uh, the GDP program have been recognized. I'm really proud of the way in which the SEG membership has taken ownership of it, both in terms of you know, giving money to help sustain the program, but also in just the creativity behind putting together projects and, and applying for funding and uh, volunteering their time to do it. I'm proud of the fact that even after only a few years of being of funding projects, the program won the World Oil Award for its humanitarian work. Uh, that's a significant recognition for a program that was fairly new at the time the award was given. I'm I'm really proud of the way in which this is helping raise the profile of the geosciences in the public eye as well. When geosciences can be applied to very concrete, specific human needs, it makes it much more visible to the rest of the community and helps people see, you know, some viable career options. The SEG Foundation wants to include the entire geoscience community and the greater public in the humanitarian projects of GWB. These projects around the world involve archaeology, earthquake landslide, volcano and tsunami preparedness, pollution mitigation, habitat management, and water management. In 2017, we will highlight several projects on Seismic Sound Off. This includes tsunami preparedness in Java, earthquake preparedness in Timor-Leste, and water management in Kakuma. Recently, the GWB team working at the Kakuma refugee camp with a population of 164,571 registered refugees and asylum seekers, successfully drilled three much-needed water wells based on their work. I asked Bob Merrill, Craig Beasley, Kung Vu, and Linda Ford to share how the community can connect and engage with the program. I'd like the majority of geoscientists around the world to be aware of the program, the benefits of the program, and in the process, what hopefully in the process, that, that awareness will then bring in more support for GWB. I would encourage people to look to their organizations or ones that they may be affiliated with. Um, one of the things that we have not been able to accomplish is to get into the parts of companies that we think we should be talking to. And by that, I mean the social responsibility parts of, of uh, the major contractors and the major oil companies. We have programs that I am sure uh, major oil companies would love to have their geophysicists contributing to and, you know, making videos for uh, social responsibility advertisements on television. I mean, you know, we're, we're set up for it. Volunteering is, in my view, a cornerstone of all humanitarian and charitable efforts. We need committed and skilled professionals to volunteer. I recognize that not everyone have extra time to volunteer, but in such case, I would highly recommend it. Just make a donation. It doesn't matter how large or small. I think every dollar is of high value to any charity effort. It goes a long way. Well, I think there are three ways to do that. Obviously, the first way is to give. 
The most important thing that the geoscience community can do is to say we believe in what our peers are doing with these projects and we want to support that financially. Another way is to volunteer. And I think that can be done in a couple of ways. It is to, you know, contact uh, project uh, leads and see where their particular expertise can be used. And it's my hope that on our side of things that we'll be able to provide a better avenue or venue for that to happen in the near future to connect interested volunteers with projects that need the human resources to get the work done. The other way in which they can do it is simply to go the furthest step by creating a project application. You know, find that community in need and create a solution. GWB continues to positively impact countries all over the world while sharing the tools needed to affect positive change in communities facing environmental hardship and natural hazards. With the continued support of our sponsors, SEG members, and the greater community, Geosciences Without Borders will continue to leave a lasting legacy. Bob Merrill, Craig Beasley, Kung Vu, and Linda Ford share their hopes for GWB. It's really to continue to bring geoscientists into communities to affect positive and lasting changes, particularly where those communities face severe water shortages, threats from earthquakes, tsunamis, landslides, and engaging students to want to focus on geoscientists in the local communities to bring about lasting changes in their own communities. If you think really big, you can think on the order of something like the Gates Foundation, where they decide they're going to uh, cure AIDS or something like this, or eradicate polio. I don't know what they're doing currently, but, but, you know, we could have some grand goals like this that, you know, nobody on the planet has to suffer for poor drinking water or be uh, in danger of a natural disaster that we could have somehow mitigated, that we could have given them information or, or protection somehow. On the grand scheme of things like that, solving these these problems so that nobody has to worry about them would be a great lofty goal. It's a long time to get there, but if you don't think in these terms, you certainly won't reach it. And not long ago, uh, GWB was just an idea that a few SEG professionals thought of uh, in the same way as uh, the few doctors you know, thought of bringing the Doctors Without Borders program Thanks to the corporate sponsorship of Slumberjay, we got managed to start the GWD program with the financial backing of Slumberjay. So it's like a seed has grown into a nice mid-sized tree and like to see it to grow into even a bigger tree. I hope that the GWD will grow into an even more internationally recognized program with the support and participations of more corporations geoscientists and uh, other energy industry professionals worldwide. My hope is that the legacy of GWB is that those news reports become of mass destruction and loss of human life because of things like tsunamis and earthquakes and because of drought and famine where water is in scarce supply for communities that have very few resources that over time see a dramatic decrease in the loss of life because of the work of the geoscientists. Help us spread the word. Share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Communicate with your coworkers the work SEG and dedicated geoscientists in the GWB program are doing. The more that people learn what we're doing with GWB, the better our chances of reaching sustained funding, 
recruiting volunteers, and continuing projects that impact communities. Over the next few months, we will highlight several GWB projects. Visit seg.org slash GWB to learn more and to donate. Thank you to my interview guests for their time. A special thank you to SEG staff members Katie Burke, Linda Ford, and Isaac Farley for helping produce this show. Thank you to Schlumberger for its continued support of GWB. Subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice to be the first to know about our interview with Sven Tritel, the next Seismic Sound Off episode. If you enjoy the show, review us on iTunes. Your review helps others find the show. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.